Okay. Hello. Welcome back to 2020 Hearing. If you're new, thanks for listening, I guess. If you're um, not new, we don't thank you for anything. Yeah. <laughs> Chop liver. Well, well, at least only Jason. But, um, okay, so, Ryan, do you want to go ahead and uh, explain what we're doing today? Yes. So, this... Yeah. Year's episode is, is <laughs> this year's episode. <laughs> this year's episode is uh is called Twenty Questions. It's it's kind of funny because uh you know there's there's twenties in our name, but each each of and us has twenty. Yes, each of us and has twenty next year. Yes, each Isn't of us have prepared ten <laughs> questions. <laughs> each of us has prepared twelve questions for the other person. Twenty, ten, what? so twelve. Huh? I meant ten. Sorry. Each each of us has prepared ten questions for the third person. So Jason and I have prepared ten questions each for Eric, and then so on. Uh, so, so yeah, each person will be receiving twenty questions total. Exactly. Yeah. My and category will is, be about their sort of specialty. Yeah. So mine's programming. Mine is music. Mine is gaming. So let us begin. Who's going first? I don't um, know. Should we start with? Uh, okay, uh, Ryan, pick pick someone to start interrogating. Eric. Okay, and you ask the first question of yours to Eric. Um, wait. Oh, <laughs> you're you're answering first. All right. What's wow. your most favorite moment in any game ever? Oh yeah. By the way, these uh questions were pre prepared. Yeah, pre prepared. But the person getting asked does not know the questions. Pre-prepared is redundant. Pre-prepared, you're right. Okay, so so are you? Can I can I ask you to elaborate? Um, like, what do you mean, like, the thing that happens multiple times, or my favorite time in the history of my gaming? The, your favorite time in the history of like, your gaming that like you can one remember. Time? One time. Okay. Um, if you can remember. That's that's tough. Um, <laughs> coming out. Right it out gets harder game. from here. I have a lot of those. Um, actually, actually, there was, um, one time when I was playing, there was a, what a live streamer on Twitch, on Fortnite. Okay. Um, there was a live streamer on Twitch who was streaming, um, uh, these, these things called customs. Bless you. These things called customs. No, you didn't. <laughs> I muted myself. So now it's just going to be a bless you out of nowhere. <laughs> You didn't mute yourself, I heard you. No, I muted myself in the recording. Oh. Oh. <laughs> cool. Anyway, okay. continue. So, <laughs> so, so there's this streamer who was doing a thing called customs, which means they, they, um, well, back then there wasn't such thing as codes, but there's a, um, where you would, he would, he would say like, okay, everyone ready up at like, 705 if it's like if it's 704 and he wants everyone to ready up at 705 so that people would get in the same game with each other if they're watching his live stream and whoever won that and was watching the stream would win or lose because he had this thing set up on us on a wheel that if it spun and landed on something, you, you would get that. So some of the things was like a temporary ban from his channel <laughs> Dang. being muted. One was like $5, one was $10, one was $15, one was a permanent ban, actually. Oh, and geez. one was like a, a free subscription to his channel. It was really fun. But Why would anybody do that? But, 
Permaban. But I played one of them and I managed Permaban? to win a game. Oh. I I managed. No, no, no. no. That, why would it be my favorite moment? <laughs> I got Permaban. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like him anyway. <laughs> so so I managed to win some. I forget how I won, but I won. And I, and he spun the wheel and I was sitting there watching the wheel spin. And it landed on the most money you could get, fifteen dollars, and nice. I was super happy because that was the first time I've ever gotten close to winning money. And even if I got like something bad, like a mute or something, I'd be happy though because I won something, <laughs> <laughs> even though it was something bad. But I was really happy because that was like the first time I started, like when I first started competitive, uh, like the competitive side of Fortnite. I know it's not like only competitive these questions, but mm -hmm. the first time I started competitive gaming was when I did those customs and when I won that it kind of like made me want to do it more and more try to do more of that cool That's yeah sort of a good segue into my first question for you so oh. my first question is just so I guess it's gonna require a little bit of explanation but as written it's how did you first get into the games that you like most and that doesn't just that's not just limited to the competitive games that you play but it's more referring to the whatever games oh, yeah, you, yeah. I, I totally you really first get into them um really fortnite was the first like shooter game that i ever got into because before that it was all minecraft i didn't play any other game um um i actually it was while playing minecraft i got introduced to fortnite because there was um on 2b2t i was playing with someone um Ryan might know him, Patrick Sherlock. Do you remember him, Ryan? Yeah, sort of. Um, I was at a base with him and yeah, stuff like that. But he was playing Fortnite one day, and he told me about it because he. I remember him saying that there was this cool Christmas update, which was season two in Fortnite, chapter one. Mm -hmm. Um, during Christmas, that season released, and it was like all Christmas themed. The skins were Christmas and stuff. Um, and I remember him playing on his PS4. He texted me on Discord saying, I'm playing this cool new game. It was actually when I was on the server making a, a map art for him because <laughs> he wanted he wanted me to make it, and that's why we were at the base to do the map art. And, I, and he was playing Fortnite one day, and he told me about it, and I was like, hmm, maybe I'll try that game. Then, and then one day at school, I found out my friend Micah played it, and, when, and I was like, oh, really? Wow. And then and now you'll play never play another game again <laughs> no we we still play to this day no no like yeah anyway oh <laughs> no but but that was just fortnite and that was the first shooter first that like battle royale game i've played basically and then from fortnite i like watching streamers and stuff they've played other games too which got me into other games too like apex legends when that first came out I played it on the first day it came out. Same as Warzone, I played that first day it came out. Because I knew all these streamers who played Fortnite, and they all were sponsored by For uh, Apex Legends and and Warzone to play their games on stream. So I was introduced into those games by playing Fortnite and being like in the community, I guess. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So um, Should I ask my question to someone first. I think we're going to do, do all... We're going to do all of yours yeah. first and then move on. Oh, so, so all you get no breaks. 
All right. Okay, that's fine. So um, I guess my next question is. Well, really quick before you get oh, into yeah. that, though, one of, one of your like, so you technically had two of your questions answered in one of his answers. I did. Probably specify just so listeners aren't confused that yeah. you only ask nine yep. questions. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's not like I need to come up with another question. Nah. It's... All right. So, I'm having to change the order here, but my question to you is, why Fortnite over Apex Legends or Warzone or other Battle Royales? Because I know you have played other Battle Royales and other games in general, but what about Fortnite do you like over those? Um, default I know the most, like, <laughs> what did you say, Jason? I said default dance, I'm sorry. I was... <laughs> <laughs> um... I know a lot of people are probably you're like you probably know the answer already, but a lot of people also like all say building in Fortnite that sets it I didn't apart know that. from all the other. <laughs> well, building in Fortnite sets it apart from all the other battle royales <laughs> besides like Fortnite copies, like Creative Destruction or something. You probably don't even know what that is. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> but, I haven't heard of one. Oh well, well, it's like Fortnite. <laughs> um, yeah. Whoa. So so. <laughs> I, I've been playing Fortnite for the longest time, or f for more time than all of the other games like Apex Legends and Warzone, like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm naturally just better at it than other games. So it didn't really stick with me. And also, Apex Legends, like specifically Apex Legends, isn't like the type of game I enjoy because, like, well, I like Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare is fun because it has the it's realistic stuff like that but but fortnite especially it's just one i'm better at it than other games i know that's really like no that's not that's a good, good reason but that's, a good no, that's, that's, that's fair if you're good at something you're gonna enjoy it more yeah generally. true um and for fortnite 2 i i had an answer but i've it, <laughs> i lost my train of thought uh um, are there trains in Fortnite? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's that's my next. That was my next question. Are there trains in Fortnite? <laughs> that wasn't actually okay. my next question. Wait, can you say your question one more time? Why Fortnite over other battle royales? Okay. Um, the building's good. Good reason. Um, it's not like it's not like building's the only reason like that I'm good because it like saves my life when I'm getting shot at and I can't handle myself without building. I can definitely do that, but if building weren't a thing, then everyone would be so like it wouldn't everyone who's good at Fortnite would be so like I don't know how to explain it, but there there wouldn't be any way to play Fortnite. There would be, but it wouldn't be the same at all. Like no one would enjoy it, and yeah, it's like it, Minecraft it without apart from other games such as Warzone. Hmm. It wouldn't set itself apart because there's no aspect of it where where you can survive longer by building. Because one thing about hmm. competitive gaming is it you're you're building so that you don't get killed. So there's a lot more people in those final circles than there would be in Warzone because you can defend yourself a lot easier rather than just having to find natural cover like rocks or trees for Warzone. Huh. I'm using Warzone as an example mm -hmm. in a lot of things, and I'm probably going to in a lot of things. Cool. Because there's no building. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it, probably. Well, that answers my question. So, 
my next question is going to take us back in time a bit. Um, so my question is, can you remember the first game you ever played? And if so, if you can remember, what would what was it? Um, the earliest thing I remember is when I first got the game. Oh, that was like, oh, geez, that was like, like a really long. I didn't know anything I was doing. Like, I didn't no, know no, what I was doing. I think All I think Jason meant the first game, like ever. Like the first video game that you've played in your entire life. Oh. Uh, probably something on the Wii, like Mario Kart. That's fair. Like that. Yeah, the Wii probably, was. Yeah, probably Mario Kart, or mm. like it's a classic Mario Wii Galaxy. Like Wii Sports. Yeah, probably that because when we got Wii, it came with Wii Sports, right, Ryan? I believe so. Or like that that activity I one. A lot of a lot of Nintendo usually bundles their consoles with stuff like the Wii U is bundled with uh with Mario Maker, and I think it was also bundled with. Point. And then the Switch oh, cool. was bundled with Breath of the Wild and also bundled with 1 2 Switch. Wow. Uh-huh. They were That's a really good. Bundles, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is your. But yeah. That was a good question. Thank you. Oh, yeah. My turn, I guess. Indeed. Yeah. All right. So, uh, just for the record, I'm taking notes for this one. Oh. If someone Uh-oh. were to make the perfect game for you, what would it be? Oh. Fortnite. <laughs> Jason, why do you take my answer? <laughs> I... That's a... I, 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 I don't know if I have an answer for that. I, that is definitely I, a tough question. I, I, know, I know, I know, I know. It's a tough question. Like, I don't know a perfect game. Right now, it's, it's probably Fortnite, like what Jason said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes over time, too, so... Yeah, that true. Very because like there was, there was one phase when Apex Legends came out, I wouldn't play like all I would play was Apex Legends, and mm-hmm. then like after a month when Apex Legends got boring, I went back to Fortnite, and Fortnite felt like a whole new game, and it was so fun. Mm-hmm. That's the one of the things. Like if you get bored of a game, you just gotta take a break for a week or two, or maybe two or more. Yeah. And it, and then you come back, and it feels so different and so much more fun. And Fortnite at that time when Apex came out wasn't at its best state. It was like kind of broken. Most people would say it was just it's the weird. But yeah, I don't I don't know. That's a hard question, Ryan. It's a good question. I don't know if there would be a perfect game. <laughs> I mean. If there was, yeah, I don't know what I would say to that question either. If there was a perfect game, I don't know what it would be. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot to it. There's a lot of things. And it, it, it's hard to tell what you like and don't like unless you've already seen things in other games that you yeah. like and don't like. Yeah. Good point. Very good answer, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my next question, it's probably a fairly easy thing to answer, but uh, what... What content creators really inspire and engage you in your area? Ooh. Um So there's this YouTuber, um he began streaming on YouTube but then got partnered with Twitch and now he full-time streams on Twitch, but his name is Nick A30. I don't know if you know about him, but he's a family-friendly streamer who I didn't I didn't like just because he was family friendly, but he was just generally funny. And this was on. This is about Fortnite, by the way. He's Fortnite content creator and streamer. 
Um, he's not necessarily a professional. Well, yeah, you can call him a professional player, but he's not the best of the best of the pro people best that I watch. Best of the best of the best. You, okay, you just said. <laughs> but he he definitely inspired me to play more um competitively because I saw him I began to watch him when he was just having fun on the game being family friendly playing with other people who were also family friendly he also made someone who gen like swore a lot and wasn't family friendly he began playing with him and eventually he made that person just naturally family friendly and began to swore a lot less it was really interesting but he inspired me to play more because he was just always on my youtube feed and i always would click and watch him and he definitely made me like more okay ryan thanks <laughs> But he, he definitely made me want to play more because he was such a nice person. And, like, I even tried playing with him once because he was doing random duos, which means he plays with duo fills, which means, which means, which means, okay, um, <laughs> where he would, where it would, he would queue in a game solo, but then play with, like, and then he would get queued randomly with the random person who also had their duo game on fill. And, yeah, and it, it would just be, it would just be, Oh, I never got a game to him, a game with him actually, but it, it was fun to like try to do that and try to like. It actually makes me think like I really tried to be in a game with him. So, yeah. Wow. I don't know. I didn't really answer it. I don't know if that's no, like. You did. I was just asking like what what creators are inspiring and engaging. Yeah, that yeah, answers to main, mainly yeah. him that's inspiring, but then there's other creators who play more competitively, like very competitively and also like win a lot of things and that like actually like it some like watching them teaches me how to play competitive more. <laughs> stuff like that. Like just watching how they play, I try to like reflect that in how I play. Definitely. Hmm. Yeah. So, Eric if you got a million followers overnight for no reason at all, how would you react? So so that's for no reason. You just have a bunch of random people. Let's say they all share your interests. How would you react? Oh. <laughs> Sorry for the hard <laughs> questions. Yells into microphone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next um, question. So if somehow I got one million followers you said that all have the same interests in Fortnite or games like same what interests, I did. Just any interests that all you have, the they share. I don't know what I would do. I like with the current setup I have now, because <laughs> if like I don't know if I could do much with the stuff I have now. Hmm. But if I if I had the million followers, my questions are stupid. Aren't me, no. Like if I had videos that had that were monetized stuff and like millions of people watch them, or like million by a million subscribers and they all watch my videos, then I would I would have probably enough money to begin making content for them. But yeah. I, as of what I have now, I don't think I could do anything, but I would want to do so many things. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. I'll wait to say that because it kind of relates to one of my questions. Okay. I feel like my questions are generally stupider. No, no, no. I, I did notice that 
it's interesting too because like i don't know what number question that was for you but you're already kind of like leaving the gaming sphere but oh hopefully he comes back probably um i think that's my answer yeah it's fair so I got a pretty I got a pretty easy one for you next, and that is just would you ever consider entering tournaments or like esports or anything like that with some of these games that you play? Um I already do kind of well Fortnite hosts their own um tournaments like across the whole game where anyone can play but some you can qualify for and play like right now they're um actually right as we speak there's um uh, a dream hack it's called DreamHack, but there's a DreamHack tournament that you had to qualify for yesterday. I played it, and I didn't qualify. I only got 189 points, but you needed at least 300 to qualify. Well, not at least 300, but the standards of everyone else playing were 300 and higher to qualify. Um, but doing tournaments and, like, well, tournaments in Fortnite, anyone can do. Well, actually... Sorry, I'm like, no, it's okay. Being, like going back and like, um, but there's so I'm in a thing that in, in the game called Champions League, which means I'm not like a contender where everyone starts out as because I've played. Um, it's called Arena, which means you get queued up against people that are the same skill level as you or have. Um, around the same amount of points in arena um, as you have, um, and and if you uh, right now um, Champions League, you need six thousand or more points, and I have six thousand nine hundred and two. I think um, that might not sound impressive or anything, but it. I mean, okay. it, was a, it was a big number, so I, <laughs> I I don't know if it was audible on mic, but I literally went and I was like. <laughs> Big numbers um, are impressive. It, they are it, pretty impressive. Yeah. In most contexts. It's kind of hard to put into perspective. It's kind of hard to put it in perspective, but it took me, and well, now it doesn't take everyone this long, but it took me probably around five weeks to get to it because I got, I got actually, I got to 4,000 points in the same day the season was released because every season the points get reset um and and then after that it took me like it took me like five weeks to get 2,000 points because as it goes up it gets significantly harder and it's like it's actually a really big difference now that I think about it for 2,000 points that's a lot you need to do for 2,000 points but doing turn sorry I've been like off track but doing the tournaments um, there's also discords. I'm in three different discord servers that host, um, customs, like I was saying before, where people get in the same games, but now it's like a hundred percent people get in the same games cause they all put in the same code and they all ready up and get in the same game. But I've been, I've been doing those. I did a lot of them today and I try to do all of them every day. And it's like, it's, it's, supposed to be for warm-up or practice for everyone because they all they all try to get into the same game and play competitively it's like actual arena games where you're gaining and losing points but 
in this, you don't lose or gain any points. It's just all practice for actual Fortnite tournaments where there's like Fortnite champion series where you have to like qualify and then go into the finals or the semifinals, finals, stuff like that. Because <laughs> I'm not that good, but I try to be, try to do all of them and stuff. I don't know if I asked, or I don't know if I answered it fully, but I think I did. Yeah. All right. So I, I do do tournaments. I'm running out of questions. All right. So uh, this one is specific to Fortnite. In Fortnite, what area do you think you need improvement? Like the most. Um... I definitely need improvement in my want my aim. It seems important. Yeah. <laughs> but and also just my skill in my not skill but um skills also limited 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 to the actual like setup. I know I'm saying that a lot, but I don't have the best of stuff compared to a lot of people who are who I look up to. Um, and if I had like the best of the best stuff, I could definitely improve more on a lot of things, like being faster at reacting, like my game sense, which means like actually like thinking about things and knowing where things are before they even like happen or like predicting things. So premonition. Is, I get. <laughs> What? I don't even know what that means. Uh, <laughs> uh, telling the future, sort of. Anyway, well, well, there's a lot of things that you might not know about when you're in sort cer certain different types of situations where it's different, like where it's different scenarios where like you just have to sit back and think about what you're trying to do. I'm already good at that, but. I definitely can be better at it and like have a like I'm really bad at explaining it but there's other areas I need to improve in as like I guess you could say the speed my speed at doing things cuz I can be slow sometimes someone's trying to fight me and someone's like pushing me if you know what that means like sure just yeah. like chasing after me i like i can be better at running away i guess because sometimes it's better to run away than to actually fight them because if you don't have enough materials or or uh like stuff in the game to actually hold the fight but i i could definitely be better at or one thing i get, like things i can improve on are my aim and my speed and my um game sense decision making i guess yeah, because people call game sense like, like, is it better to pick this item up rather than that? Will I need this in this this situation or in this game? Like what I'm trying to do? Yeah, like that. That's that's an interesting answer because like if I was asked that question, I wouldn't like think of that as something to improve on. So that's that's an interesting yeah. answer. And also, I I'm really limited to what I have like. My frames, my, like, you know what I mean, right? Yes. Yeah. My frames, like, in late game, well, I, 
late games when the circle's like really small and there's usually usually in competitive games like this there's probably half the lobby 50 people in a tiny spot all building so that's gonna lag you and yeah. i don't get very many frames so and my monitor is 165 hertz so and i only get like 60 to 90 frames in that oh. late circle while while other people who are who are better than me are getting 100 plus which is a very very big difference when you need to like see everything react to everything faster yeah that's why it's always good to have good stuff to play in the in that that actually leads me to a, one of my questions i was going in order but but then when you said stuff it made me think of uh going out of order and asking this question and you've said you've said things that are kind of along these lines but um I do think that the way I worded it still makes it an interesting point to bring up. And that is, do you think that good gear or equipment is an important part of enjoying a gaming experience? Because you said before, and you just said that it's it's having better gear is going to make your make your make your win rate higher, and it, it has it has potential to make you more successful. It, it it can it can play a big role in that, as you've said. But I'm I'm more so wondering if your enjoyment is ever kind of hindered by your um your current state of your gear and your equipment because you don't have question. bad gear or anything but like is it you know does do you think that having better equipment would would be more important to you enjoying the experience like i'm probably repeating no myself. not at all not at all um okay um Okay, maybe no, a little. <laughs> I, I enjoy the game in and of itself. It's not just competitive that I want to enjoy. I already do enjoy it so much. But there's also other, like, like in public matches where it's not a packed lobby and it's not everyone trying to survive and stuff like that. It's all everyone trying to have fun. There's also a thing called creative mode, which is you can queue up with some friends just by yourself and play in custom games or or in like um there's these things it's like like you can build your own map stuff kind of like that and play in like certain little it's called box fights where it's just you versus another person in like a two by two area and you're supposed to fight it out with certain weapons and you just like have fun in that and my my computer is perfectly enough perfectly good for that because yeah. it's not 50 people in one confined area but my specs in my computer are more than perfect enough to have fun in any game it's just competitively it's not as good as it can be i guess but definitely enjoy the game with my current setup it's always good mm-hmm I wouldn't be playing it if I couldn't play it. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. That's a great point. I wouldn't be playing it if I couldn't play it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I think that's. I think that's what we should take out of this entire podcast. That, yeah, that's yeah. the the message. Uh, <laughs> if you couldn't, then you definitely wouldn't. <laughs> All right. So I have a question that relates sort of nicely to that. So I get I get all the stuff about the the monitor. The monitor higher frames is better cuz whatever you can perceive things faster. The mouse you you have more buttons on it whatever if you if that's your thing. 
but why does the keyboard more, but... but why does the keyboard matter so much? I don't understand. So enlighten me. Um. So I feel like you're gonna you're gonna, you're thinking because I'm gonna say RGB. It can no. light up. No, that's not what I'm thinking at <laughs> that's, all. That's not at all why why. I know, I know, that's not what you're saying, but R- RGB... Because, like, I'm still, I'm still you, you using can't... the keyboard that came with my computer. Like, for example, in PCs where you see, like... And I like, assume so is Jason. <laughs> like, like, like <laughs> tempered glass side panels in PCs, like, you can't avoid the RB- RGB because all the companies are making the RGB into their products. But for keyboards, it's all about the switches, the key switches in the keyboards. If you don't know what that means, they're then individual... What? <laughs> Then get good. <laughs> I don't know. No, if you don't no. know what that means, then get learnt. You're not letting me explain. I know. It's all about the switches and their activation, and also the amount of force you need to push down the the key. Mm. It's all about the the speed of them. So yeah, a very resistant keyboard. I can imagine yeah, that would yeah. get in your way. And the switches mainly their activation point so they're the best right now is one millimeter of activation which means the key has to be pushed down one millimeter for it to register as a keystroke and there's um there's a thing called optical switches which means there's a laser in each switch that goes across and once you push down that laser gets blocked and that's and instantly as soon as there's no signal between that laser that's when the point is 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 like that's when the keys registered that you push it and yeah. it's and it's it's all about the speed of how fast and how like and some of them there's different um between the switches there's like it needs 50 grams of force to push down or 66 or or some have like 84 i don't know but there's different types of um there's a lot of different types i don't even know how many but the main like the most popular ones i'd say i'm probably gonna get flamed for this but there's um there's cherry switches there's gatoron switches there's um kale switches and not the food but (laughs) There, it's a brand called Kale, but there's different. There's like the colors of them are different, like activation points, the grams of force you need to ha- uh, press them down. But you need, you really need to do your research on a keyboard once you when, when you buy it because you need, if you're like that that um serious in gaming or or how fast you want your keys to be pushed down because there's a lot of switches that are best for typing. There's a lot for competitive gaming. The, the the generally for gaming you probably want the faster switches for gaming which is the keyboards like I have on my wish list like there's um there's the Razer Huntsman tournament edition which is the their they have their fastest switch on that there's um Logitech um uh G Pro I think Logitech Pro keyboard that has Oh, no, 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 it's an Apex Pro. An Apex Pro keyboard has... So, actually, on the keyboard, you can switch the activation point from 8 millimeters of activation activation um, uh, force to all the way down to the 1 millimeter. 
So if you, if, so if like you're, if you're like, if you lay your fingers heavily on the keys, you can have two millimeter. If like your hands are heavy and you always like half push down the key and stuff like that. And if you want to go like really, really fast mm. typing and stuff like that, it's, re it's, re it's a really, it's not about how the keyboard looks. It's not about the RGB. The RGB is just an added bonus when, when all, all the companies do that. Yeah. But yeah, it's all it's all about the switches, not the lights, and not how it looks. It's all about the switches and how good they are and how quality they are. Things like that. I wonder if anyone's measured how much that affects performance. Um. Yeah, there's a bunch of different videos. I think Linus Tech Tips did one on it. Oh, of course. Or Razer themselves, like huh. the company Razer. They do the... That's the... Razer's the uh, inventors of the optical switch, things like that. Yeah, I've I've heard that Razer is one of like the top gaming gear brands. Yeah, peripherals, stuff like that. All right. Yeah, um, that's that's why keyboards matter. Pretty fair. Um. So. I guess I'll stay on the sort of competitive side because I only really I really only have one more question that's I'm out of questions for that. How are you out of questions already? I still have five left. Yeah, well, because we've been we've been alternating them. Have answered we not? a lot oh, I guess of mine. A lot of, a lot that's of fair. Mines, okay. I said. Okay, um, I guess I'll just kind of go through the rest of mine then. So uh, I have a joke question. I I think we should save joke questions until the end. Okay. Um. So, okay, yeah. So what would you recommend to a beginner that was looking to get started in the competitive world? Get a computer. Ooh. Solid point. <laughs> well, if they do have... Well, they, they can play competitive gaming on consoles. It's perfectly fine. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I was kidding. But <laughs> um, there is... um. Well, I'm sure if they wanted to keep doing competitive, I'm sure they've already done. Wait, are you? Are is it specifically Fortnite? I didn't. Um, just any sort of competitive gaming that you personally know a lot about. If you were to kind of recommend anything to a beginner trying to get into. It, yeah, do. probably Fortnite. Well, I, if they wanted to do um competitive Fortnite, I'm sure they already know about the arena game mode where you you play and then if you kill someone you get points if you win the game if you place high in the game you get points and then as as like as that goes on you get placed with people of the same skill level and you keep playing people some some might be better than you but playing against better people helps so much definitely yeah because you learn from your mistakes if they kill you over and over and over again you know how they're going to kill you and you know how to adapt and fight them I Definitely. played with so many hard like I've played with I so guess many that's general good advice people. for any game really. Yeah, there's a there's a YouTuber that I watch uh, by the name of Adam Neely. He's a he's a bassist from New York, and he uh, he said plenty of times on his channel that uh, a, a, a really good thing to do is to surround yourself with people that are better than you because yeah, you yeah. learn from like every direction. Yeah. Um. Yeah, if they if they if they want to do competitive Fortnite. Definitely get started with the arena game mode where they get uh, placed against people same skill as them or maybe sometimes there's people better than them and they just learn from that and the next game they know what to do against people that played like that person 
and stuff like that. But then if they want to get more into competitive, there's multiple Discord servers where they host tournaments like almost three times a week. Get part and, of the community. And, and if and, and if you place high in that and qualify for the last days like of the tournament, you get invited to this cool little private Discord where people who actually place higher and higher in the tournaments get invited to and then inside that discord they get they uh host tournaments between them and you keep just playing with them playing with them playing just be be like consistent in playing don't just play it once say oh it's so bad i don't want to play anymore just keep playing and playing and playing you'll get better and you'll definitely see improvement yeah so you mentioned you mentioned uh, consoles, and that's pretty related to one of my questions. Um, so I know that generally speaking, you you tend toward PC gaming, but um, do you would you say you have a particular favorite console to play on, aside from? Um, since I have never owned one, other than the Wii, and, of and <laughs> I've probably played PS4 more than anything because. Uh, and Brian has one, and he yeah. like would bring it over. So I'm favoriting probably PS4 or PlayStation. I mean, yeah, over over all of them because I have most experience with that. And Fair. also, mm. well, I mean, you can play a lot of games that are on Xbox on PS4, not or P- PlayStation. Yeah, but then there's Switch and Wii U, of course, Nintendo. I mean, yeah, well, they're all playing, but <laughs> yeah, but. I'd probably pick PlayStation. Yeah. That's I'm, fair. There's probably a lot of people with other different opinions. Of course. It's, but you, know, you can say that my about opinion, anything. My opinion, I like PlayStation a lot better. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't really tried Xbox. I've probably never played Xbox. Maybe I'm kind of like, with you on that one. Yeah, I like, I, I like PlayStation. I don't have much experience with Xbox, but... Yeah, I, if I had more experience with Xbox, Nintendo is my favorite. Like Nintendo is my favorite, but that's for, a, that's for another episode. Yeah, I'd probably yeah PlayStation probably. Um, all right, so here's where we really start to kind of uh, move. So, so I'm still out of is, questions, by the way. You're still out of questions. Yeah. Um, you haven't you haven't you haven't found one that you missed. Um, <laughs> so is there any genre of gaming that you want to explore more that isn't inside of your your wheelhouse or your comfort zone where it's not really in the sort of battle royale kind of genre like something something really different that you want to explore even a little bit um yeah and i've actually gotten into some some more recently like there's this new game uh that recently came out called valorant it's sort of it's like a 6v6 like search and destroy type thing uh like csgo it's basically csgo but valorant they have characters that have abilities which is really cool (laughs) um definitely like a search and destroy type game kind of like CSGO and Valorant mainly. I like playing that so much. Did you ever get into Overwatch? Uh, I've heard a lot that's... of bad things about it. When you said and... that it had like, specific characters in it, that, that made me think of Overwatch. I don't yeah. know anything about Overwatch other than like that it has specific characters and certain characters became like a meme for a while and stuff. Yeah, um... I, I, I know about overwatch i never got into it mainly because i didn't want to buy it that's fair. uh my valorant and csgo are free so 
and um, something like Rainbow Six Siege, that actually came up free mm. on the Epic Games Store, so I have that, and I sometimes play it with Brian. It's interesting because, like, their operators have different, um, like, special, like, things they have. Like, like one would have, like, a bulletproof camera. One would have other... I don't know much about Rainbow Six Siege. I haven't played it much. I just played it casually with Brian. Yeah. But... Games, games like Search and Destroy type games like Valorant, I I love to get into more, and I've been playing it often with Micah actually. Nice. I'm still out of questions. You wouldn't update Fortnite. So, um, my next question, I have two more, and also a joke question, and we'll do those after my two serious okay. questions. Um, what are your thoughts on mobile gaming? Do you have games on your phone? Um, I do. I don't play them a lot. <laughs> I mean, they're fun and addictive. Yeah. Um, that that's where it ends. <laughs> I, I guess they're I they're guess. fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, some can be really annoying, yeah. <laughs> like the like the ones that just want it for like what games do you for have the on money? Your yeah, the ones that the ones that uh, have it's like the ones that you keep seeing ads about. Yeah. <laughs> what games do you have on your phone? Um, ones that I play. Sure. Um, I I would hope so. I play barely play any games on my phone. Yeah. Um, I've been playing Adventures Capitalist a lot. Um, I have Clash of Clans, Clash Royale, Minecraft Earth. There's a really interesting game that is was addicting like a lot. It's called Soda Dungeon. Oh, I remember. It's that. like. Ryan, can you, can you help me explain that game? Because it's, it's it's been a, a while. It's a zero player game. Oh well, a no, no, it's game. not. Never mind. It's not the. It's single player. You can't play multiplayer. It's not the real definition of single player game, but any or zero player game. But anyway, it's it's like a a dungeon crawler where you don't need to do anything. Huh. So you just have characters like... that you buy once once they die. I mean, there there's some element of decision in the game, but for the majority of it, the majority of it, you can just select automatic play, and then it'll continue until your characters die, and then you can go and upgrade them afterward. Huh. It's not. It's nothing like Raid Shadow Legends. Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah. It's. It's Those not are like, like so confusing. It's not a confusing game. It's not a Pretty game. It's not a game that you could have fun with playing for very long. Very, like very yeah. long. It's fun. Well, I guess it's fun we're not for getting sponsored by Soda Dungeon now. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun That's for all a the bit, games basically. I have. Is Thanks, I mean. Ryan. <laughs> no problem. Anyway, no, I have one more. I have one more serious question for you. And this right. one, this one is, it's a pretty big one. I saved this one for last. That is. Wait, is this the last yeah. one before the stupid question? This, this is this right. is my last genuine question. And that is, do you feel as though your gaming experiences have changed you in any significant way? Definitely. Um, <laughs> the end. I just thought. I just thought. I just thought like yes. my 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 dancing knowledge. No. Arsenal of dance. Oh no. Um. Definitely with my awesome. with my strategy. In like different like other things in life, like my decision making, I'm a lot more. Yeah, like like if you were if you had to if you had to shoot someone, you'd be able to to be 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna stop now. Yeah, that's a good place. I'm <laughs> um, definitely like my. What was I gonna say? Like, I don't. It's kind of hard to like put into words, but like, definitely while playing in games, you get a lot of um, experience like talking to other people. Well, not talking to other people, but that's like, a good one. Yeah, like, interact. like interacting with other people. I feel working like I'm together with people. I'm sure. What? I'm sure like working together with people. Yeah, teamwork. Team definitely teamwork. Teamwork, yeah. teamwork. Yes, I was gonna say that teamwork's a one a great thing that I've improved on. Definitely something I could never do in Minecraft. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> but but definitely gaming helps with teamwork and and communication. Um, yeah, that's like that's pretty much it. But Fair. there's a bunch of things I probably can think of like some other day. <laughs> All right, so you've been hearing enough of my voice asking you questions. Ryan, you have a very serious question for Eric. Oh, yes. Have you ever had a negative kill-death ratio? In any game? You heard me. Hello? (laughs) You heard me. Yes. Wait, how? Uh, How anyone else would have one? All right, Jason, your turn. He's like, like have, having more deaths than no, that's no, not that's negative. Not negative. It's just a, that's it's just low. Fraction. Yeah. Just, have you ever had a negative kill death ratio? Negative is, negative is impossible. Oh. Unless you oh, win, okay. unless you win negative time, or you kill negative people. Yeah. You kill yourself. <laughs> so, sound really stupid. So yeah. here is, so here is <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Here is, here is my very serious question to you, and that is, do you consider yourself an epic gamer? Uh, all right. That has been the. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess. All right. I am. I'm an epic person, and I'm a gamer. So, there you go. There you there go. You have there you gamer. have it. You heard it from him. Cool. You heard it. From, you heard. He said. Mm, you heard it here so, first. Oh, the crazy. So, so we're so we're kind of running a little long on time to the point where if we continue in this episode to ask each other. It would probably go really long, so I think we're gonna split this into three episodes. Sounds good. To um, me. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I guess next time you can hear about Ryan's experiences. Program next. Sure. Epic. All right. Like, see you next year. Know. Just kidding. Yeah. yeah <laughs> see you next year. <laughs>